Hello, hello, hello working people of Southwest Washington. Washington. You're listening to episode 36 of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. We're also a proud member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, with over 175 radio shows and podcasts for working people just like you. Find out more about the network at laborradionetwork.org. I'm Harold Phillips, and before we get started, we want to remind you that the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council, its affiliate unions, our guests' unions, or employers, not even their shiny award statues. Nobody but themselves. Now that we got that over with, I got a question for you, folks. Did you see the news about the latest Bureau of Labor Statistics data on union membership? Now, depending on where you saw that news, you might have seen headlines like, Union membership fell to a record low in 2022. But if you're a frequent listener to this show or to other shows on the Labor Radio Podcast Network, you've seen headlines saying, There's all this organizing and worker action that's happening all across the country and right here in Southwest Washington. We saw a lot of people coming together to make things better in their workplaces and in our community last year. Electricians, educators, nurses, timber workers, and that's just naming a few. We know that behind each one of these stories about worker solidarity are people, people who put in a lot of work and rarely get the recognition they deserve. That's why the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council and the Cowlitz-Wakayakum Central Labor Council are coming together again this year to present the second annual Southwest Washington Labor Awards on Saturday, February 25th at the Vancouver Hilton. Our are you in hotel? hotel? Hey, I haven't even introduced you yet. Well, actually, I guess there's no time like the present. To talk about the Southwest Washington Labor Awards, we've got representatives from both the Labor Councils who are putting the evening together. First, let's welcome the new president of the Cowlitz-Wakayakum Central Labor Council, Cameron Wilkinson. Thanks for joining us, Cam. Thank you, Harold. And Diana Winter is the secretary-treasurer of the Cowlitz-Wakayakum Central Labor Council. Thanks for coming back on the show, Diana. No problem, Harold. And from the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council side of things, we've got President Sean Gundert. Hello, hello. That's good. It's got a nice... Crusty the Clown energy. I say, I say keep that. And yes, that might actually stay in the show. It's possible. <laughs> so before we get started on the awards, let's talk about these BLS statistics that came out a couple of weeks ago. The headlines say that there was this massive drop in union density. But according to the AFL-CIO, there's a big surge in union organizing. How do those two things reconcile? Are they both true? There was a lot of job creation at the beginning of Biden's uh, administration, and that is spreading out the workforce, making a larger number, when in fact, there is a lot of active organizing going on for workers all over the country. That number got bigger, and they make it sound like we're declining. We're not. Our membership is growing. So there were a bunch of jobs that were added, and a lot of those jobs were non-union, right? Say you have 500 jobs in the world. and you had 100 jobs and they're not unionized yet, you could come out and say, yes, union densities dropped or membership numbers have dropped. But in fact, that's just a way to make it sound like unions aren't powerful or we don't have a place anymore. When in fact, we are rapidly growing 
and we are organizing and growing at a faster rate than we have in a lot of years. We saw some of that activity right here in our region over the past year, right? Yes, we have all up and down I-5, Washington, Oregon, California. I could uh, talk about Amazon. I mean, that's an amazing feat. Starbucks, there's another one. These are just some of the mainstream ones. There's also been a lot of opportunity in the public sector. Even with the downfalls of Janus' decision, there's been union growth, um, at least in Washington state from what I've seen. Diana, IBEW 48 had a pretty major win just a couple months ago, right? Correct. Schoolhouse Electric. We added 71 new members to IBW Local 48 through that election process. They're currently in their first contract negotiations, which is, uh, it's going. I think they're still arguing about ground rules right now. And Sean, you're an educator. I know that there have been a lot of educator actions in Southwest Washington over the past year, right? Oh, yeah. Ridgefield educators, for example, went on strike and got their contract that they were trying to win. We've got a lot going on with our paraeducators and our classified staff in the region. Cam mentioned Janice, and we thankfully have not really felt as much of the impact from Janice. And a lot of that comes down to really strong organizing within our locals. We have strong people, we have good organizing. And what Cam's talking about with the density versus the job creation, it really puts uh, some emphasis on the importance of organizing and building strong unions and organizing the people that are not yet organized. Those new jobs that are coming in, like in the energy sector, for example, get them into IVW, get them organized, get them unionized, get them fighting for their working conditions because we should all have a say in our own working conditions. It sounds like Southwest Washington has a lot to celebrate at the Southwest Washington Labor Awards at the Vancouver Hilton on February 25th, right? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about those awards. Now, there are six awards your organizations are giving out, and some are pretty self-explanatory, like Union Local of the Year, Union Leader of the Year, Union Member of the Year, but some may not make a lot of sense to folks, like CLC Volunteer of the Year. Who, who would get that award? So a CLC Volunteer of the Year is going to be for Central Labor Council. So those are the organizations where all the different unions in the area come together. We are volunteers, all of us. We are not paid for our efforts. And that's fine because we do it because we love working people. We love the labor movement. We love what we do. But it is a lot of work because all of us also have full-time, sometimes even more than full-time, real jobs. We've used this award to really honor the person that goes above and beyond volunteering for the Central Labor Council, whether that's helping to put together events, um, showing up at all the various rallies. We really want to make sure that the labor movement recognizes the outstanding efforts of these people. Like Diana said, in our councils, we're all working as volunteers. So we do this work on top of the stuff that we have to do for work because it's worth it. It's worth fighting for our community and our families. What about the Working People's Ally of the Year? What's that award all about? So the Ally of the Year would be somebody in your community. I could be an elected official or just an individual that always gets in there and speaks on behalf of the unions and supports them. Um, we had a great win in Congressional District 3. She's going to be a great asset to um, every faucet of labor, be construction labor to... You're a uh, plumber, so every faucet of labor seems no. uh, quite appropriate. <laughs> I'm not, I represent plumbers. I am not a plumber, but yeah, I always throw that out there as a joke. I'm so glad you caught on to that. 
You're talking about Marie Glusenkamp Perez, who was recently elected to Congress. What are some other examples of people who might receive this award? I could see like uh, you got a mayor of a community or something that's really put a lot of effort with a city council to have apprenticeship utilization or something in projects or we just have so many labor friendly individuals in Southwest Washington. We have such strong organized labor roots in Southwest Washington. And we just have a great group of elected officials, public officials that seem to work pretty well with labor. How about the In Solidarity Award? What is that award all about? That award is specifically dedicated towards not someone who is just advocating for their particular local, but someone who is really working as a bridge between other unions and other pieces of the community in order to increase solidarity, hence the name In Solidarity. Mike Bridges won that award last year from the Kai from Central Labor Council. For Mike, as president of the Longview Council Building Instruction Trades Council, as a representative of Local 48, as a member of the Kai CLC, he is constantly engaged with projects to bring more economic developments to the area with our legislators. I mean, we have some not super working family friendly folks in the 19th LD and yet they still send Mike a text when they're running on something to ask what side of a bill they should be on. So he's really done amazing work in trying to create a community that wants to lift working people up. So that's why he won that award last year. So the person who wins the In Solidarity Award isn't just a member of their own union. They're really working to build working people's strength and power throughout the community, right? You know, there's a lot of ways that we can show solidarity, like even just showing up to meetings, showing up to hearings, uh, showing up on the strike line, showing up to demonstrations, rallies. There's lots of ways to show solidarity. And when we build that union density, when we build that spirit of camaraderie of unionism, then we're helping all of each other out. And so that's really what it means to be in solidarity in the first place. Hey, Sean, do you remember who won it from Southwest Washington CLC last year? Uh, You know, I I don't think we need to talk about that. But I do have to say, I like that we're talking about union density because the person who won from Southwest Washington last year is pretty dense. And I think it's it. Anyways, moving on. You are not skating past that. I would just like to point out that Harold Phillips was the recipient from Southwest Washington CLC last year for his amazing work in bringing us all together from emceeing that event to increasing communication capabilities for the multiple CLCs throughout the state. We are very grateful to have you, Harold. Yeah, it was a hard storm to weather, you know, during COVID and remote and everything. And Harold was a really big piece of that string holding us together. Well, I am uh, constantly trying to string things together. So um... you are not allowed to cut that part out, sir. Just Oh, curses. Now I can't cut out the part where you say I can't cut it out either because that really sells it. Oh, (laughs) you know how to get me right there. Well, look, who nominates? people for these awards and who decides who wins them anybody can nominate any of their union members or community members for an award in fact you can go online and fill out the nomination form you can find that at the southwest washington dlc's website as well as the kyle chukayakum clc's website swwaclc.org for southwest washington 
And then cwclc.org for the Kalispell Kayak Home. That's where they can find the links. We encourage you to do that. We would love to have a massive and diverse pool of award nominees to choose from. Please, 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 please. And can anybody nominate anybody else anytime? Is there any cutoff? There is a cutoff. February 13th. Why do they have to be in by February 13th? What happens after the nominations are received? The, the giant parade balloons that look like that individual are made. No, I'm kidding. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> We're upgrading the awards a little yeah. this year. I like it. But no, we need time to get the awards prepared and ready to go. And for the CLCs to vote on who is going to receive the awards. Tell me about the executive boards voting on the winners. So basically everyone hopped on a call and we discussed all the different nominees and there was voting involved and for those of us who were nominated for awards, we were not allowed to participate in the voting for those awards, which was awkward. I think it was really a great forum for everyone to discuss the merits of the different individuals and organizations that were nominated so that we really collectively celebrated the people that most deserved it. Everybody deserved it, don't get me wrong, but some folks and organizations stood out a little more than others. This is going to be a pretty big event at the Vancouver Hilton on February 25th, and I'm thinking it probably is going to cost a lot of money. Where does the money for this event come from? We obviously uh, advertise for sponsorships. We're selling tables for the event. Any of the additional funds that we raise are going to go to Labor's Community Service Agency, which is an organization that assists union members when they've fallen on hard times with things like financial assistance, access to food, and those sorts of things. So whatever we don't need in order to cover the cost of the dinner will get passed along to folks who help out union members. We are doing both a silent auction and then also a raffle at the dinner, and all the proceeds will go to LCSA as well. And every year there's really cool stuff that gets auctioned off and gets donated for the raffle. That's fantastic. That's the organization that also does the Presence from Partners event every year, right? That makes sure that needy union families get presents and food for the holidays? Exactly. In fact, if you've never volunteered for that event, I highly suggest it. I've been dropping off gifts to people's doors for the last couple of years due to COVID. But hopefully we will return to in-person events. Um, this usually occurred at one of the halls in Portland. I think it's usually the sheet metal hall. And it's just a great day to be able to see people who otherwise would not have been able to provide for their families have a great meal and presence all around. Anything extra that we raised from the dinner goes to LCSA. But, you know, the dinner has costs, too. And a lot of that cost goes into paying the union wages that help to put it together, that help to make it happen. Union wages. What are you talking about? You guys just said earlier that you're volunteers. Where do the wages come in? Well, people have to make the food and to serve the food. And, you know, we have to have AV that works and we need to have a very talented MC. You know, that's skilled labor and it costs a good money to get good labor. This is going to be 100% union made. Even the hotel is a union hotel, right? Why is it important that this be 100% union made? You know that everything, every spinning part to this event provided an individual with family wage, um, benefits, these are just important things. It's something that we, as each individual, need to better ourselves and our communities to shop union, support union, and use union-made products because it definitely goes a long way for a family with those union benefits. And that filters out into the community, right? Because obviously, the higher the wages, the more stable the employment, 
the more stable the community. Most definitely, Harold. You know, this is the second year that your labor councils have put on this event. Can people expect it to be the same as it was last year, or are there going to be differences from last year? Last year, we had to walk through a little hallway to get to the banquet room. And this year, our banquet room is right as you enter the door. So it's right there. You know, there's not some strange real estate convention happening in the room next to us. We're the main event as we should be. We also are changing up the program a little bit. Last year being our first year, we definitely had lots of speakers to really emphasize the importance of this event. And this year, I think we're having less people talk at you and more focus on the award recipients and really more time to gather together and communicate and enjoy each other's company as union members. I heard we're still going to have the best MC, though. Ah, that guy, I heard he moved. Oh, no. I feel like he's going to make a special trip just for the event, though. I know you're all busy, and I don't want to drag this on too long, but One more question. Do you have to be a member of a union to come to the Southwest Washington Labor Awards? You sure don't. You can purchase an individual ticket. SWWACLC.org and CWCLC.org. If you're not part of a union, we would love to have you join us so we can talk to you about the importance of becoming a union member, whether that's creating your own union in your own workplace or if you are looking for work, we have lots of directions we can point you in. Yeah, the Friends of Labor invited the table for sure. Anybody and everybody's invited, especially our industry partners. We rely on our industry partners as much as they rely on us to provide skilled, productive people. And it's a great marriage. It should always be a great marriage, except when negotiations come. And then it gets a little rough for a little while. But anybody's welcome. We're, we're not a country club. It's important to educate individuals on the importance of being unified in a union, be able to work together collectively. We're stronger in numbers, and it's one of the most important things ever in the history of workers was unionization. Well said. Cameron Wilkinson, president of the Cowlitz-Wakaikum Central Labor Council, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Diana Winter, secretary-treasurer of the Cowlitz-Wakaikum Central Labor Council, and Sean Gundert, president of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. And thank you, working people, for joining us on another episode of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council. Remember, you can nominate the winners of this year's Southwest Washington Labor Awards, buy tickets, or sponsor the event, and find out more information at either Labor Council's website. What are those websites again, Cam? SWWACLC.org for Southwest Washington. And then cwclc.org for the Calispokaiacom. That's where they can find the links. Remember, folks, it's important that we support the union members in our community, like Cameron was talking about, by buying union and patronizing union businesses. That's why the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council and Calispokaiacom Central Labor Council are making sure their labor awards dinner is 100% union made. And that's also why this podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Remember, working people, this is your show. We want to know what you want to hear on it. Email us at podcast at swwaclc.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at swwaclc. And hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. And while you're at it, give us five stars or... Open up the golden envelope or whatever your podcast platform of choice gives you to 
let people know you like what we're doing here. One last thing, folks. You don't have to win an award to make a difference for working people in your community. It's actually really simple. All you have to do is pay attention. If you see someone in your workplace who's having a hard time, go talk to them. Talk to them about what you can do to make things better. Talk to them about what you can do together. Find out if more people in your workplace are having those problems. Find out if a group of you could make things better together, because that is the essence of this thing we were talking about before called solidarity. People working together to make a difference. And if you decide that you can make a difference in your workplace, visit those websites that Cam talked about, cwclc.org or swwaclc.org. I'm sure either Labor Council could probably put you in touch with somebody who could help you form your own union there in your workplace. 2022 was a great year for worker activism and power. But Cam's right. We got to keep building that union density. That starts with you. We'll see you soon.